I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigoji and Sopolis. I have a dream. Honey, cut. Bartler. Eh, the fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has to go, blood. He has to go, blood. Get out! Get out, man, you ain't got... Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stoke were that good. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Only Fans Football Podcast episode. I think it's number ten, Kieran. Is it number nine or ten? Um, I think it's number nine. Number nine. Should we should we call it the uh, the night in Collins? <laughs> what for his attack on Jack Grealish? Yeah, yeah, and Ireland are playing this week. <laughs> that um, really works well. Yeah, Nathan Collins attacking Jack Grealish. Yes, um, episode nine, the Nathan Collins, Kieran. It was your birthday <laughs> on Friday. And actually, I didn't, um, I forgot to put a post up on the podcast account. I did put a little post up on my account um, saying happy birthday to you. So I do apologise for not sharing the love on the podcast account. Oh, well. I definitely noticed. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I definitely took offence. <laughs> um, how was your birthday, Kieran? I thought it was fantastic. It was a great occasion mm. for all involved. Uh, Philly came all the way from sorts. Mm. It was interesting. Came out. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, all my lads were there. Uh, you were there, Adzi. I was. Free drinks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you were flying out to Luton the next day, which we'll speak about in a bit. We will. And Dave was there. And um, my lads, Owen, Keen, Ben, Craig, Slim, all them. Amy, Slim, James. Yeah, Dante. The lot Dante came. Oh, I didn't. I didn't expect that. He, he normally just shows up out of the blue, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, you were happy to see him though. Yeah. Not to be confused with the Brazilian centre half <laughs> currently playing for um, Nice yeah. here on in Liga. I did see him in, in that highlight reel of your man getting sent off after 13 seconds. Eight seconds, I believe it was. Eight seconds, yeah. To Debo, yeah. It wasn't a sending off either. I have no idea what the referee was at, but um, where did you end up, Kieran? We went to McGowan's at him. Like, like <laughs> clockwork. Like, as, as much as water drips out of a tap, me and McGowan's is also a precedent. I was, t- I was talking to Ian the other day and um, we were talking about people going to McGowan's. And he turned around and says, why does everyone in this bastard county go to McGowan's? <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah, there's no, there's no explanation really. No, there's none. None at all. I would say it's because we want a bit of a culty element to our lives. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> McGowan's. And uh, I end up, because Garrett Brooks was obviously on again. It was, it's like... He retired, man, I'm certainly... Yeah, you're tired. Mm. For good. Same we saw, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, he needs more money. Yeah, that was on again on, on Friday night, and I was having a great time. Mm. I got Stetson. Nice. And I was I was saluting, uh, I think Finbar, the, mm. the regular bouncer, was there. I was saluting everyone first off, and then Finbar just walked by, and I seen him, and I go, my lady, mm. Finbar. And he first was, time he smiled in his life, I think. I think so, yeah. yeah. He was like, at first he was like this, and then he just started laughing. And I was like, oh shit, I escaped him. <laughs> I didn't even know it was him as I was walking by him. I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. so like, tunnel vision night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was a great night, Adam. Still hanging a bit, still hanging a bit. But yeah. uh, listen, I want to hear all about your endeavours over the weekend. Oh, I heard, uh, I heard you talked to someone fairly famous in the Irish football world. I did, Kieran. It was, I'm, I, I don't say these things lightly, right? But the experience I had yesterday covering the match for Shells and Bows was genuinely one of the most enjoyable experiences I've had watching football. It was such a mad it was such a mad experience, like it was very stressful, but I'll get on to it in a minute. We started off here on the weekend in Luton. Um a place that I, I wish to not visit again, to be honest. It was not it wasn't a bad spot or anything. Well it was, but <laughs> it's just a bit of a mad spot. Um 
like the people are mad the people are nice and fairness but we got there we went to Weatherspoons Crown early on um, a point of mixed berries my first point of cider ever but it was like a point of Ribena it was fucking delicious like I, I would very highly definitely recommend it again yeah, until you get diabetes true diabetes um, and then we went to a place called <laughs> actually hold on we're in the we're in the airport bar I didn't say this to you we're in the airport bar and shout out to these two lads two Irish fellas that we met well we met one and I was stood beside him at the bar and just at like half seven a flight was like 45 minutes later and he was there wearing blackbone gear and I just started chatting he was like you got into the match eh he, he kind of looked at me like like who the fuck are you talking to and I was like oh yeah myself and the lads are heading over to London Luton as well and he was like oh yeah yeah um, I don't think he really believed us like and then I <laughs> said to him I was like no honestly me and the four lads over there the five of us were going over to watch Luton and Blackburn he was like are you Blackburn fans they're from Longford or something I was like um, I was like yeah we are oh no sorry we're not no we're just it's cheap match ticket and flights were cheap like it was 50 quid all in or something yeah. for a return flight and a ticket I was like Ah, Jesus, that's mad, man. The lovely fellow down there. I'm not. I'm not. Sli- I'm not sliding him here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. He was a nice chap. He was lovely. And um, <laughs> he talks like a dinosaur. <laughs> and uh, fairness, like he got a point. We we sat. We sat down. He sat where he was. And then um, then he came over to us like five minutes. I was like, now lads, if any is need a match ticket, we have a spare one there for you. <laughs> And we were like, that's actually fucking dead on. Fair play. Like, no, obviously we didn't. We had our tickets. So as we were getting on the plane, I said to the lads, Messi, like, what are the chances that I'm going to be sitting beside him and his mate on this plane? <laughs> Get onto the plane. I was in the middle seat <laughs> of three, um, sandwiched between your man's mate <laughs> and then some woman who just fell asleep on me. And I was chatting to your man the whole flight. Again, lovely fella, Blackburn fan. The two of them were like, I can't believe five lads are from Dublin are just going over to watch Blackburn for laugh. And I was like, yeah, no, we, we, we live very boring lives. Like, we have nothing else to do. But um, they were telling us to go to the Red Lion in Luton, a pub. Um, and I'm saying here now, do not go to that pub. The points were grand. We were watching the Man City match. There, it was all right. Um, we said, do you know what, lads? Food was coming in now with the place. And we're like, geez, that, that scram looks nice. So we said, we'll come back here after the match and get food. I went back after the match to get food and one of the lads one of the lads ordered like a beef burger so like a cheeseburger a bacon cheeseburger was what he ordered but beef not chicken and me and Dave got chicken burgers and one of the lads got like a spicy burger or something and your one brings all the plates out first of all they came to the thing saying did you order ribeye steaks and we were like no and your man was like your man's dead sound was like ah oh, grand Put the thing, gave the thing back to the kitchen comes out then with me and Dave's burgers Woody's burger Gary's burger or Gary's Gary got like a little small platter thing and then it was Jamie's burger right she comes out with a chicken burger and goes yeah there you go and Jamie just looks up and goes sorry I, I didn't order that um, I ordered a bacon cheeseburger and she goes yeah that's a chicken burger and Jamie goes yeah, yeah no I know that but I didn't order like and she was like yeah you did and he was like no we didn't and she was like yeah you did and uh she was like, I'll show you the receipt now. And he was like, I didn't fucking order it. Like, I didn't order it. She didn't show us the receipt. And then we were all just taking the piss over then. And it was funny, good crack. The trip itself was... Did was, he get his cheeseburger? No, he didn't. He ended up just eating the chicken burger. Like, wow. He was just like, oh, I'll just have it. That's great customer service. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was awful. Like. Um, but the trip itself was great crack. I would recommend going to the Luton Stadium for a laugh. We got to Luton. The match itself was 2-0 to Luton. We were in the Blackburn end. The, tr- the walk up to Luton's away end is true like a housing estate. Yeah. So you're literally walking up steps. You look either side and there's back gardens there. Oh, I think that's the reason you went. Was it, oh, that's, like, that's yeah. why we went. Yeah. To, to kind of say we went through because it's going to be knocked down in a couple of years seemingly. So I was kind of just go and see what it's like. You know that yeah. kind of way. Blackburn fans were good for like the first half an hour. Um, they were singing a chant about Vincent Company which was... Um, so here's to you, Vincent Company. You won't be winning trophies anymore. Because he's the manager of Burnley. And they, Burnley and Blackburn, hate each other. Championship banter, huh? That was, it was good crack. <laughs> and um, one, one of the lads from Longford said to us earlier, and I was like, I know, lads, it's terribly hard to get out of the championship. And I was sitting there, at, like, watching the matches, like, I can fucking tell, tell you why, because he's a fucking <laughs> dork. Um, ben Diaz, who we... 
held to the hilt last season and I do like I do like Baron Diaz I do think he's a good player but so poor on the day like <laughs> he got the, in the first half I was saying to one last get him on the ball because whenever they get him on the ball he looks like he's going to do something comes into the second half and every time a ball just ran away from me he was just like nah I'm not running for that and he literally just he like is he applied himself so poorly like I, I would have been fuming if he was a Liverpool player but um, he's not so I don't really care that much but yeah no, we still love Ben um, for Chile Ben Berardin Diaz posts Instagram posts in English and Spanish now because no. he got the Diaz on his name but we move on Kieran to Saturday's game or Sunday's game excuse me we flew back Saturday evening and Sunday rolls around a Dublin derby in the FAI Cup quarter final you on commentary me on commentary me and Stewie Bourne shout out to Stewie Bourne Shell's legend um, do you remember that video I showed you of, of him ranting I'm yeah. angry telling him lovely fella like I mean a genuine like lovely bloke um, great experience to, to commentate with him it was actually a bit of a like a bit of a weird dream kind of doing it feels like a pipe dream doesn't feel like yesterday really happened sitting here now looking at the goals and stuff and you're hearing my voice over and you're like how did that gobshite get I'm telling you you know what I mean oh father Ted but um, one of the best experiences of my life and I got to get the interview with Duffer as well I'm which was like, I'm intrigued slightly intimidating yeah. lovely fella now I have to say he's a lovely chap um, but when you're interviewing him like you're essentially interviewing one of Ireland's best ever players you know what I mean I wouldn't say there's I wouldn't say there's five better players and better players Irish players of all time than Damien Duff I'd say he'd be doing well to come up with five or six better um, players than him and it was it was quite intimidating but a lovely chap nonetheless got a picture of him as well he was a really nice chap and when uh, you were interviewing or when you were preparing the interview did you prepare certain questions to ask beforehand or did you wait till after the end um, so this is the thing with doing prep for this you, you have your questions before the game yeah. for them for the pre-match but you don't know what the score is going to be in the end you don't know who's going to go through etc so it is hard to kind of prepare that way it's hard to kind of know what you're going to ask after the game but after the game obviously Shells had won so you don't, with the LOI TV you only interview the winning manager you don't interview the two managers so it's, it's kind of alright um, and you kind of just riff you kind of just make it up on the spot right. um, I was on cloud nine so I, I don't I actually don't remember interviewing to be honest with you I, I, I was standing there going and how did the picture come about then like, I just you, asked him for a picture yeah. I had I, I'll try, did I show you the picture you did show me I have the two mics in my hand like he literally handed me back to my girls he goes Duffer can we get a quick picture he's like oh yeah absolutely like lovely fella like you know what I mean really genuine fella yeah that's that's the second or third time I've met him and every experience has been grand interviewing anybody can be a bit intimidating so I'm not just saying him he is as I said he is a <clears throat> top G and um yeah, it was a really good day out in Talca. One, one of my best days out in Talca. Go from strength to strength then. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Are, you, are you doing any other games? Or? Well, I, I imagine I'll be doing the Shells Bow semi final for the women's on um, Saturday afternoon. That'll be on LOA TV as well. So do tune into that if you've if you've no football to watch. Um, I'll be on commentary with my good friend Shauna Cook. I've missed Shauna, I haven't seen Shauna in ages. Yeah. Um, so it'll be nice to get back in the country with herself. As far as this week's podcast goes, Kieran, um, I'll just run through the game, so we're going to cover it real quick. So we have a bit of the Champions League. Of course, the Premier League was back. You have the FAI Cup, as we said, with Shells and Bows. And we we love the Serie A, and we want to talk about Serie A, so that's what we're going to do. It's our podcast at the end of the day. So we're going to start off with Liverpool Ajax, Chelsea Salzburg, Forest Fulham, Wolves Man City, Spurs Leicester, Brentford Arsenal, Everton West Ham, Shells and Bows, Roma Atalanta, and Milan and Napoli. Um, but first Kieran, we're going to talk about our jersey of the week and our jersey of the week this week Kieran, is Luton Town's home jersey of I want to say two seasons ago it's not my jersey it's Dave's jersey um, there was a nice little club shop Kieran, beside Luton's ground it was in like a little prefab yeah and it was a nice jersey that's why Dave got it but they had when you were walking in it said they had a sale on and the sale was on Luton's kind of old gear from last season, season four. Yeah. And that's why Dave got it. Dave, it was it was 20 quid. Hold the jersey up, Kieran. I'll get a picture for the Instagram real quick. It was Dave's investment. And he was he's quite buzzing with it, to be honest with you. Are you going to smile, Kieran? There you go. And, um, it's very orange. 
orange. It is orange. I think that's that kind of puts me off it slightly because it's orange. But it's a nice momento to have. You it's know like what I mean? Wearing a training bib or something. Yeah, a bit like that. Um, if, if anyone's into wearing training bibs, do let us know. But um, yeah, it's a nice nice bit of kit. Um, the ripe um, price of £20, which is not to be sniffed at. Two programmes cost like £9, for example. You know what I mean? So yeah. good good purchase from Dave, and he's, he's fairly buzzing with it. Affordable weekend as well. Like you go to London, oh yeah, and it's fucking nine nine pound for a pint. You mm. know, I'd say that was a bit better over there. Luton, Luton itself, like the Red Lion points were gorgeous. Like they yeah. were lovely points. The points in the Red Lion, I think, were about five pound. Could have been four pound fifty. It's like. not bad. Like yeah. the only way I can compare, the only reason we did it really is because you're looking at a night out in Dublin, like from my house here I don't give away the address please from my house here it's Camden Street in the taxis 24 euro like that's across the bleeding that's across the Liffey like it was 40 pounds to fly to or 35 pounds whatever to fly to London looting them back points are cheap Um, bit of a dive now but it was a good weekend you know what I mean I definitely would recommend it we move on to a bit of football which I did not I did not see much football this weekend I've got admittedly self-admittedly I watched matches a day I haven't even watched matches a day man. I watched uh, a bit of that AC Milan Napoli game I think I lost 10 minutes but I was mm. hanging for most of the weekend so yeah. hadn't had a did chance did you watch any of the sports did you watch any Saturday's football no I didn't have a chance no I watched oh like, you were I probably watched, in bed right I was playing golf and, watch, and uh, in bed mm. just absolutely hanging and have a call now, as he so. Yeah, I've been a call as well, man. Yeah, Kieran, we'll look back at the Champions League real briefly, um, like we did last week because the, it's the only games our team played this week. So as Liverpool Ajax, first of all, um, we were in work for this. I had it on in in bouts and work. We were at what was that gig? It was like a heavy metal gig, wasn't it? Oh yeah, and there was loads of metalhead giving tips. Yeah, really, lovely crowd. Yeah. Really nice people. Um, Liverpool ran out two one winners in the end. Probably could have been more, to be honest with you. I watched the game back when I came home. Liverpool were really good in this game. This is probably the performance of the season. Bar the City game and the Community Shield, this is probably the best we played. Thiago back in the side for the first time since the game against Fulham at the start of the season. He was unbelievable and you can see how pivotal he is to how we're going to play this season. It was Mo Salah who got the goal early on. Jota with the assist returning as well from injury, which is... Great to see. Um, Salah with like a typical left foot finish into the bottom corner. Um, Pazver in goal of Ajax hadn't got a chance. Ajax got down the other end then about, I think it's about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes later. And kudos, man. We were looking at the highlights there just real briefly before we started. Kudos to him. What a goal. Good finish, wasn't it? Good, good goal, yeah. Um, hits the crossbar and in. But apart from that, I think Tadic hit the crossbar as well, but he was offside. So if it had not gone in, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have counted. But in general... Ajax didn't really create a whole lot, which I, I find surprising. Ajax actually lost the weekend as well, so maybe it's not too surprising, but Liverpool's most complete performance this season, Kieran, I'd say. It was Matip who got the winner, wasn't it? Matip put the winner in the end. Um, crosses the line, but was headed clear off the line at the same time. Referee looks at his watch and gives the goal. And I think that's Matip's first goal, in like or the first goal in the Champions League since he played for Schalke. Schalke yeah. yeah, it was a mad start. But yeah, that was Liverpool's win. Hopefully, for them, they kind of get back onto winning ways. We're not going to go through all the games on Champions League on that day. I think Spurs lost and they sport in this one as well. Yeah, a bit mad. bit mad. Um, but we'll look now at Chelsea and Salisbury. Kieran, you, you'll know more about this than I will. Potter's first game in charge mm. on, was it Wednesday? I think it was. Yeah. 8pm, um, home kickoff, Stamford Bridge. And it was... A good performance, supposedly. Like I think Chelsea played well. They pressed well, but didn't create much. Story of the season, didn't create much. And I think me and Adam were watching the highlights there. I, we were in work for this again, so I didn't really see the whole game. But the first highlight was 40 minutes in, so it's not a good sign. Yeah, I, I think it's good that we have Kovacic back in the team because the last few games we've been playing without a, a second holder. Obviously, Jorginho plays in the holding midfield position, so it's nice to have Kovacic. Well, I think Sterling got the goal just started the second half 
had a bit of space and buried it. Yeah. Um, Aubameyang with a little dummy, it was good. And obviously Thiago Silva makes a bad mistake down the other end and costs the second goal, which was a Salzburg equaliser. I don't know his name, but yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll get it now real quick. But he's he's a player that is highly touted um, around the world. It seemingly is quite good. His name's Okafar. Um, Noah Okafar. Yeah. Um, he's meant to be very good. I know that. I've, I've heard a lot about him. Um, the defender wasn't great for the goal, Kieran. No, I think Thiago doesn't do well. And then Aspilicueta lets your man ahead of him. So mm. it's not very good. I don't know. I think Aspil- Kepa as well, man. Kepa wasn't good, no. It's it's not it's not like it's hit really far away from him. It's just, it's very narrow to his body. But he just doesn't get down mm. quick at all. And it just dribbles in. Unfortunately for him, yeah, very good result for Salzburg on the road, I have to say. Still recovering from that too, for a second, to be honest. Mm. Um, it's going to take a while for Potter to mold his own way of playing but yeah. I think it looked a decent start the result wasn't great but it looked okay um, yeah. the unfortunate part is it comes down to those two Milan games there whether Chelsea get out of the group or not mm. because they have to play Milan back to back and if Milan are in decent form obviously they lost in Napoli that mm. was the first loss in the Serie A since January Yeah. so I think beating Milan twice is a big ask so we're looking I'd, at be, I'd be worried as well for Potter if he's down, go through. Mm, I'm don't. not saying he's going to be sacked straight away, but your man, Todd, seems like he's a bit trigger happy. And I would be worried in the sense that if he, if Potter doesn't get through in the Champions League, his head could be chopped at the end of the season. I, I think that'd be ridiculous though, because they're paying, I think it's a 60 million contract he has. Mm. They'll have to pay that out straight away. It was also ridiculous to get rid of Tuchel though. You know? Yeah, but it made sense to a certain extent, getting rid of Tuchel if he's the new owner, to want a new manager to to replace Tuchel mm. because he's he's replaced every other position. But I still think the time if he gets off, rid, though. if he gets rid of Potter in December, it will make no. I'm not. I'm not saying December. I'm saying end of the season. That's what mm. I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe you know. I don't know. It's a tough one. But we move on to Friday's game. Curran, we were <laughs> watching fucking Aston Villa in Southampton. I wasn't watching it. <laughs> reason it wasn't great at all. Um, but we're going to talk about Nottingham Forest 2, Fulham 3. A really good game of football, actually, to be honest, between the two newly promoted sides. Toyo Awani gets the opener for Forest to make a 1-0. But it was Tosin, Adarabayo and Joe Polina. Polina's goal, by the way. <laughs> to make it 2-1. Corla. Corla. And then it was, I think it was a third goal, wasn't it, by Harrison Reid. The Forest defenders with absolutely zero interest in defending. Um, to make it three one, and then Lewis O'Brien made it three two towards the end. Fulham run out winners again. Mitro not in score sheet, however, but a really solid performance from Fulham here, who find themselves sixth. Um, which I think is a bit bonkers, but yeah, a really good performance from them. Above Chelsea, their neighbours. Mm. Um, I I'd be very worried for Forest. I think the them leaking goals is becoming a worrying trend. Yeah, and just not defending, not bothering defending. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is a weird one. It's like for all the money they spent, I think they still find themselves with the three centre halves that they started last season. Well, no, well they have Willie Bolly now starting, but an aging Willie Bolly who you know you wouldn't necessarily think that his best. You know McKenna, who's a, again a capable player, Scottish Scottish international, and Steve Cook as well. Um. The former Bournemouth player, but like they're bringing on Joe Worrell in the sixty-third minute. He was with them last season. Like they're not. I don't know. I feel like they spent money on a player like Julian Biakane, and they're not starting him. And it's like he's twenty-two years of age. Fair enough, but they still spent big money on him. So why not play him? I think Willie Bolly in the defense didn't have a great game. Got booked. So did Cook. Um. I'd be worried if I was a Forest fan because I, I think there's far too much going on there to kind of get a get any kind of rhythm anytime soon. Yeah, and uh, what was I going to say? I think that Schneebly <laughs> needs to go back. Um, the school of rock. He needs to go back. He's not doing well. I think they're t- they're second from bottom. Second from bottom. Shocking, yeah. shocking, shocking. Anyway. Next game, Kieran. Wolves versus Man City. Before we get into the game itself, I don't know if you've seen the pre-match between Jose Sa 
and Kevin De Bruyne. But the game was won by City before a ball was even kicked. Jose Sal literally looks at De Bruyne and goes, will you take it easy today? You only got the four goals last time. And I was sitting, we were watching it in the pub in Luton. We looking, Did he actually say that? He actually said that, yeah. We were looking at in the looking at it in the pub going, why the fuck are you saying that to him? Like Lip reader. Yeah, no, it was on. It was all over Twitter as well. People were slating his mentality, slating the Wolves' mentality, because they were defeated before the ball was kicked. Like, by the way, before we get into this game as well, Diego Costa watching from the stands mm. isn't that a throwback? And Willian starting for Fulham mm. is this twenty sixteen again? Um, I don't know how good Costa's gonna do, man. Yeah, I yeah I don't think he's the striker that he was supposedly now. That's mm. what I heard, so uh, it'll be interesting to see if he gets goals. But Yeah, we look at the game itself. <laughs> the goal conceded, I think, 58 seconds into the game. Jack Grealish makes a 1-0. De Bruyne, good play by De Bruyne and Phil Foden on the right side. De Bruyne crosses it in and Grealish is there to slot it away. It was Erling Haaland, of course, who else gets the second goal, Kieran, about, about 20 minutes into the game. It was a lovely finish with his right foot. It was actually um, scuffed. Scuffs it into I think the ground. He meant it. Oh, we had this conversation earlier. I nah, think he, he practiced that. No. He's seen Jose Sal's flaws. He, ab- he absolutely did not mean that. He scuffs it into the ground and it bobbles over Jose Sal. Nathan Collins gets sent off for <laughs> kicking Jack Reyes in the chest. You're saying to yourself, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? There's no need for it at all. Um, other than pride <laughs> other than pride yeah um, in one's country yeah Wolves were alright as well up till him getting sent off like they were creating chances like you, you could see that they had a bit of a plan now obviously it goes out the window 58 seconds into the game when they concede but going forward they looked alright yeah. obviously Collins gets sent off they have to kind of take it down a notch and he thought he was Michael Collins getting sent off he was Michael Collins Um <laughs> Yeah, and it was it was Phil Foden in the end who got the goal. It's the same goal as Grealish, the exact same movement, exact same pass. Didn't we say something similar last season? City just scored the same. They scored goal. the same goal. Like. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good, very good win for City on the road in a in a place where they've struggled before as well. To be fair, yeah. Um, Wolves are Wolves were always hard to play against. I think they were hard to play against under Nuno though. I don't know. I think I think Lars done well last season as well though. Yeah, to be fair, he's he's he got that new manager belt and he hasn't been the same since. He's, yeah. he's played really badly in the last like fifteen games of Premier League. Nah, he's not. He's not it. Tell you mm. now. I feel for Wolves because I do think there's a good nucleus there for a team, but it hasn't worked out just um, just yet for them. We move on to the Saturday evening game. Curran Tottenham Hotspur six, Leicester City two. Bit crazy. Mental game of football. It was two all a half time as well. Danny Ward's so poor. <laughs> He's so poor for all the goals that um, Spurs scored. Less than make a one nil through a penalty that had to be retaken because Larice was always lying. Encroachment. Encroachment. <laughs> um, Tailman slots it away. Um, Spurs get back into the game through Harry Kane. Um, the usual says you. Um, and then Eric Dyer made it two one. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. He he has his hair cut like Richardson there. Yeah, too much spending time with him. I'd say hasn't got the ability of Richardson. Anyways, Madison made it two all with a lovely flicked goal. Um, Larry's couldn't get near. He probably could have done better to be fair, but he couldn't. He didn't. Madison not called up by England, by the way. <sighs> what is that about? Is that is that just like? Do you rate? Do you rate James Madison? I actually think he's a very good player. Who who does he get called up ahead of? In his position, you have to bear that in well, mind. Bowen's had a bad start to season for West Ham, and I don't think like based on last year's form. Is that his position though? Well, like you could call up a midfield, like they don't have someone like that to play in the midfield, so you could call him up ahead of Bowen just to have that sort of flow of midfield player. I don't know. I think Greenish, Foden, and Mount would be better options, and they're the ones they've called up. Like, yeah, but I don't think there's there's no harm in like putting a bit of creativity into the squad. In my opinion. And like Madison's like creative in his own work in his own right. He is, but they have three players like him in the squad. Yeah, but there's there's never there's never a bad it's never a bad show to put more creativity in, I don't think. I don't yeah, think they, they can't fit him in like they literally I think Bowen definitely could get go out for Madison. Definitely this ah, season. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think Jared Bowen's a better player. Jared Bowen has had a terrible start to the season. 
But it doesn't mean he's a bad player though. Mm. But you pick the form player, surely. But they don't. That's the thing. Selke he has his favourites like yeah. Like you even you look at the def- you look at the defenders. Like Connor Cody's in there, Maguire's in there, Stones in there. Not that they're bad players, they're good players, but like well, Tamari isn't in there. Well Tamari is there, sorry. But there's other defenders that have probably been better than them this season. Mm. Even Sancho. Sancho's been better than Bowen this yeah. season. And that's the position that you're kind of comparing them. Like the only player that they've really called up on form is Ivan Tony. Well, Phillips had no game time they called and him. And he's in the squad. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's a tough one. I, I, I don't know about Madison. There's times when I love him and then there's times when I look at him and like, you frustrate the life out of me. You know yeah. what I mean? He does have his hot and cold moments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyways, saw him with a hat trick in the end. Girl, well, about I, heard, time. I heard the commentary say it's Mother's Day in March. <laughs> it's Father's Day in June. At the day, it's, it's Son's Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, some of the goals he got as well, man. Were man, delicious. It's like right foot outside the box, twenty five yards. Mm. Then he goes, "All right, let's do it on my left." Yeah, what the, the, the left foot one was unbelievable. Like, um. Lesser are in trouble, man. Bottom the league at one point. Um, Brentford nil. Excuse me. Arsenal three. Arsenal keeping the form up. Saliba with the goal. Um, Gabriel Jesus and new boy Fabio Vieira with the goals. Yeah, it's interesting because Arsenal like they're just known as the serial bottlers, and this season. Mm. Can they keep up? They need the wins against like the likes of the top six, I think, or the top eight even. Mm. And if they do that, then you say, all right, they're serious this year. You're going to know all about Arsenal's season in the next five games. Mm. So, the next game they have is Spurs at home, half 12 kickoff. Thursday following that is Bodo Glimp at home. The Sunday following that is is Liverpool at, at the Emirates. Mm. Then, obviously, Bodo Glimp away and then Leeds away. So Leeds and Bodo glimped away in the space of three days, having played Liverpool and Spurs, that's going to be very tough. Like they'll start you know to pick I mean? up injuries as well. I think. Mm. So it's it's gonna it's gonna be a very interesting one. Like looking at them, looking at the side yesterday, injury wise, I think they were fairly, they were all right, but they they bring on Ethan Nowarni, fifteen years of age. Like so, you're kind of saying. Is this the is this the depth of the squad? That looks a bit of tokenism, though. I wouldn't really read too much into that. I think they're gonna dip at some stage. I could see a dip, yeah, but it's a promising start. Mm. Can't deny that. Like top of the league. Um, I think Ben White's gonna be exploited at some stage Mm. by somebody. That's that'd be my worry. Um, if I was an Arsenal fan, but a great win there nonetheless. Another win. Everton won. West Ham nil. Neil Muppe. Neil Mopey Neil Mopey with the with the goal it was a lovely finish as well. Frankie finally got a win fucking hell yeah <laughs> um, everything's first win of the season West Ham are in the bottom three man I'm really surprised at that um, like you look at West Ham's team yesterday that should be doing really well like they have a good side um, well this is it like Bowen was carrying them along the last part of the season last year and now he's not really doing what he did and then Antonio was carrying them at the start of the season uh, Antonio was poor for large portions last season though in the Premier League yeah but at the start of last season oh he was very he was good very then. good yeah. and like then you had Bowen in the second half mm. and like who's going to step up now you know well they have Paquette they have players there like Ben mm. Rama Skamaka like I, I don't think it's I think it's only a matter of time before they click because they could have gotten a few goals in this game as well didn't they they hit the post twice I think yeah they had some good chances um, Begovic made a good save as well surprisingly throwback I don't know how he's playing <laughs> like, but we're, we're talking about Premier League now well Asmir Begovic William and Diego Costa what's happening it's 2022 man soon to be 2023 <laughs> soon to be 2015 again but a great a great win for Everton there we're on to the last three games now, Kieran. The first being the FAI Cup quarter-final clash between Bows and Shells. Um, it was a great, great day for football. It was absolutely bloody lovely. It was gorgeous. Though. It was really nice. Gorgeous, day. yeah, lovely. Um, great day for a game of football. The game itself, I think you said you want to put a few of the goals in, don't you? I'm going to throw a few of your goalgasms in. Moylan and Tariq Wilson slips. Moylan. Smith. Moylan. Jack Moylan's 1-0 for Shelburne. Lovely play. Jack Moylan makes it 1-0. 
Blows a kiss to the Bohemians fans. Celebrates with the Riverside. Um, he blows a kiss then to the Bowles fans, which is <laughs> he used to play for Bowles, so that's why he did that. Um, the Bowles fans then proceeded to throw bottles at him, which I heard the environmental officer at Bowles is, is fuming about, absolutely steeding. Um, but yeah, Moylan goes off injured then, and there was a bit of a lull in the game. I think everyone was kind of like, oh, are Bowles going to get a goal? Because from, from where I was standing, Bowles looked more likely for like a 10 15 minute period. Uh, McManus has a shot then um, great save from a cracking and goal he puts the ball over the over the crossbar Shells have a corner and from that corner it was from the second ball Gavin Malloy has a bit of a chance it's scuffed out as far as Farrell who cuts in on his right peg and whacks it in and it was a lovely cross like it, it evades the whole defence and Sean Boyd at the back post smashes it into the top corner I think the, I think it probably could have been prevented from a the, like McCracken has to come out and claim that because Roy Feely's holding Boyd off and look it's easier said than done but I thought McCracken done really poor there McCracken it's a good name isn't it yeah great name it's a good name um, the third goal then comes from Sean Boyd again and it's lovely play by Sean Boyd here and he's one on one with McCracken oh. and he puts it through the legs of McCracken and it's 3 now to Shelbourne Sean Boyd with it I think that was my favourite goal yeah it was from a neutral goal. perspective the way he nutmeg two yeah. two people was I actually think he gets it off Levinson in the midfield just nicks it off him and then he takes it around um, could have been Feely or Kieran Kelly and he just slots it through McCracken's legs it was a lovely goal you know what you I mean? were saying best performance of the season oh by far I think yeah. everything like we've done we've done well up in Derry way to Pats like there's been games where things have just come together and they've often followed like a heavy defeat and we've had to respond we lost last week in Slo- against Sligo as you know but we were probably the better team against Sligo we just gave away two shite goals looked like good football yesterday as well it was It was. I, honestly it was It was most impressive I've been with Chelsea in a while and, and that, like... that's down to Duffer like, mm. you know what I mean and as I said I can't I can't praise the man enough if you had said to me at the start of the season Shells finish 6th or 7th and win the FAI Cup You'd have had you'd have no hands left. You know what I mean? I'd have bitten both of them off. Um yeah, so that that was the game itself. Very poor from Bowes though. Right, yeah, I'd be worried if I was a Bowes fan because mm. it looks like there's fourteen of those of that squad signed on for next season and every single one of them looks like a mercenary. They look like they don't want to be there. And that's bad if you're from a Bowes point of view because they're not good enough. Mm. You know what I mean? They've spent a lot of money on players who just aren't good enough and look that's not good for Bowes but what's not good for Bowes is great for me so we move on Kieran, to our second last game um, Roma versus Atalanta 1-0 win for Atalanta away in the Stadio Olimpico wasn't it? Stadio Olimpico it was Giorgio what oh jeez what a name this is <laughs> Giorgio Scalvini um, with the goal it was assisted by Rasmus Holland um, which I don't know if you heard about this fella Danish striker 19 years of age he's touted to be the next Erling Haaland a lot of the top clubs were in from but he, he decided to go to Bergamo um, Atalanta continued a good form they're second now 17 points 7 games played keeping pace with Napoli um, 2 goals and the difference between them contenders um, Udinese as well by the way are toured they, they, they beat Inter 3-1 yesterday yeah, which is mental. Um, I'm looking now. I don't think. Ah, uh, no, he didn't get on in the end. But he was on the bench again himself on a banquet. They're doing well. Like I mean, it's great experience being over there yeah. in itself. I'd say they'll learn a lot even if they don't play. Oh yeah. Um, the highlight of the match, Kieran, was Jose Mourinho getting sent off for a penalty that wasn't given. Wrongfully so as well. It should have been a penalty. It looked like a penalty to me. Jose runs onto the pitch screaming I think he was calling the I think he was calling the referee a pussy um, and the refs gives him a red card sends him off um, yeah really really funny again and this is this is why the Serie A is great you know what I mean it's great crack um, the last game Kieran of our mixed mixed bag of <laughs> games mixed martial arts um, AC Milan won Napoli 2 a massive game in the title race wasn't it for Napoli to win there um, Cavaradona as well another great performance from him Palatano Kieran scores the penalty early on 
I don't know if it was a penalty. I thought it was a bit harsh on Dest. Yeah. But he gives away the penalty. And anyways, Olivier Giroud gets the equaliser in the 69th minute. What a shagger. Um, to make it one all. <laughs> to make it one all. Um, it was a f- great finish, wasn't it? A good play down the left. Well worth. It was um, Teo Hernandez who got the assist. And Giroud just in the right spot in the right time. It was a lovely finish from him. Instinctive. Instinctive. And I think that's what Giroud is. Yeah. I think he's a very instinctive player. But in the end, it was Diego Simone's son, Giovanni Simone, to get the winner. It was a lovely glance and header. Again, my nan, nowhere to be seen. Sadly. Yeah. Crazy Milan. Um, <laughs> another loss this season. I think that's actually... I say another loss. I think that's their first loss in Serie A Caron since... What was it that you said? January. January. And it's also the first weekend. This is a Horncastle stat. Yeah, shout out to James Horncastle. We're enthusiasts. We are. Come on the podcast, please. Come on the pod. But um, in no- since 1955, it's the first time Inter Milan, AC Milan, and... Um, fuck. It's the first time since... 1955. <laughs> it's the first time keep since... Keep this in, this is funny. It's the first time since 1955 that AC Milan, Inter Milan and Juve lost in the same weekend in Serie A. Mm. 1955, Adam. Mm. Man, cool. Nuts. Shout out James what a yeah. What a dude. It's crazy how he can just pull stats out like that. Yeah, he's, he's clearly a professional, unlike us. <laughs> <laughs> and he also looks like your man in the lift. From Tririna. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna move on, Kieran, now to the last <laughs> the last segment of the show. There's now around the world sixty seconds this week because we had a bit of a mixed bag of the football. But we're gonna move on, Kieran, to get it out. Shout out to Alberto Moreno as always. And um, the first question, Kieran, is actually for me. Because I knew we were hungover. And I wanted to know what you got to eat. Um, you're hungover in the depths of hell. What's your What's your go to takeaway? Oh, Adzi. I was working off three hours sleep, and I was so hungover on mm. Saturday. Tell you what I got. What you get? A Thai dough. Oh. Chicken curry. Okay. Chips. Mm-hmm. Plain chips. Plain chips. You wouldn't go with spice chips. No, too much on the stomach. Um. Interesting. And then I got. Chicken balls, six chicken balls as well. Nice. And also, my mom got me chicken wings. Start. Oh. My birthday. What a woman. But uh, that absolutely sent me to sleep within twenty minutes. Oh yeah. There's nothing better than when you're hungover. You have a big feed, and you just collapse into bed and go sleep. I was I wasn't hungover on Sunday after Luton, but I was I wouldn't even say I was sleep deprived because I got a good eight hours sleep on Saturday night because we got back. Um, early enough but I was kind of fatigued like I was really tired and I couldn't eat yesterday morning because I was nervous about the game itself I wasn't nervous about commentating you don't get nervous I don't get nervous but I was a little bit weak um, <laughs> so when I got home Kieran I, I ordered a Mazzoni. Um and I, I I don't know if Mazzoni's is, is well is well like renowned I think it's very underrated. I think it's a bit of an enigma. I think it's incredibly underrated, man. Mm. Because I got I got a pepperoni pizza with chili flakes on it. Oh, I love the little chili things. Mm, oh, a little yeah. small bit of chili flakes. Yeah. And then they do like a chicken and wedges box. So you get chicken and wedges in it. So that's what I got. The wedges a tad greasy. I'm not going to lie. Nice now. Tad greasy, but nice. Not nice when it's greasy. No, they were nice. They mm. were a tad greasy, but they were nice. Obviously, comes with garlic dip and barbecue dip. The chicken goujons, man, Elmazonis. I made me hungry now. I don't believe it. Now I'm hungry now talking about yeah. this. The oh no no no! no. Sorry, what's that? So we're back now. After some a small technical difficulty, getting back to what I was saying, the chicken goujons here on Elmazonis are unbelievable. They are absolutely delicious. We have a question from Ian who says. Uh, hey Adzi and Cran any score in the Bows and Shells match yesterday I couldn't see it yeah Ian Bows lost 3-0 he definitely did not he didn't he actually said no um, but because he's being contrary I'm just going to say that question yes Ian Shelburne won 3-0 and are true to the FAOE Cup semi-final um, Shells' Shells' season continues while Bows' season is uh, is over um, we move on to Senan McCaig shout out to Senan 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I you were really dazed there. Yeah. I was waiting for you to respond. Who says um, top five Olivier Giroud goals? I'll give you three. Yeah, I, I can think of one is the scorpion kick. And the, you're going to say the overhead kick, aren't you? I'm going to go third overhead kick against the Glettico. Unbelievable. I remember screaming. That was my favourite goal of that campaign. That was the Champions League winning campaign. That was one he's won, yeah. Oh my God. Giroud was so good. Second, I'm going to go the Southampton goal where Hazard flicks it onto Giroud and Giroud dribbles past one. He dribbles oh, past the one two. in the semi-final or final, was it? Semi-final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around the keeper. Oh my God. Magical. Mm. And then obviously first, the scorpion kick for Arsenal. Is yeah. unbelievable. Do you know what's mad, right? And it's, it's it's the same in a way with Origi, right? If you look at Origi's goals in a, a vacuum, a, you you would yeah. swear he's one of the best players in the world. It's the same with Giroud, but obviously that's not how football works. They like Giroud especially scores some spectacular goals, like like in his time. Even for France, he's very good. I think he's the most underrated player of all time. Um, I think Giroud's fairly rated. I don't think I don't see many people slating like. Yeah, but I don't think he gets credit for what he does. Yeah, but again, like I said, if you look at some of Giroud's output at times, like he misses some amount of chances. That's I think that's his only letdown. Like he's a handsome bastard, but he can't score them as many goals as what he probably should. Mm. I think that kind of lets him down at times. Yeah, he, I I I don't think he's used enough either. He's not exploited. And um, we have a question from Jerry who says, "Dying for a shite, only two cubicles both occupied." Would you rather have followed Richard Keyes or Andy Gray? After them taking the After dump. After them taking the dump. Oh. Mm. I'd say Richard Keyes. I'd yeah. say Andy Gray destroys his checks. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd say he holds it in for days. Because <laughs> I'm going to go Richard Keyes. Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say Andy Gray does that. Though, no, I'd say he needs the extra one. Um, Woodley says, uh, Gary Maguire. Um, there's only... The only people that understand that is me, Dave, Woody, and Jamie and Gary because we just kept putting Gary's name is literally Gary Maguire. Gary so Moore. like Harry Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Gary Moore. <laughs> um so we kept putting Gary's name in the chance when we were in the airport. And in fairness to him he took a while but we were fucking wrecking his head. Aid Mar says Cup um dash sad face. Um he's a Shamrock Rover supporter. Ben Casey says, shout out to his sister real quick. Who says better beer, Asahi or Spatten? I'm going with Asahi. I thought that beer Ben was drinking the other night was bleeding. Dog water. Didn't smell nice at all. Spatten. Spatten. Um, I'm going to go Asahi as well. Mm, cheers for that, girl. Dave says both to liquidate. Um, no. Nah, they have, they have enough funds there to. Money, money, money. To buy players who aren't good enough and get knocked out of a cup in the quarterfinal. <laughs> and Keane Mulvey says, will Chelsea finish higher? Or lower in the table this season with Potter replacing Tuchel. Um, I'd say lower. Well, I had Chelsea finish seventh um, at the start of the season. And I'm kind of still confident that that might happen. I had West Ham to finish ahead of them. That won't happen. West Ham have been poor so far this season. Unless they get into some form where they're just unstoppable. But I think it could be tough with Potter at the helm. Like Not that he started but poorly or anything. But to embed his ideas into the team could take a while. I really don't know why he didn't sack Tuchel at the end of last season. I don't because know. Because give part of the summer to like get his team in, get who he wants in. Like even he even let Tuchel get Aubameyang, and he just sacked him. Like I, th- I think it's that's really I think it's strange. poor management kind of in a way. I would at least give him Tuchel the season and then sack him. Yeah. Like I don't understand. I really don't understand. Yeah. Like there's no point in bringing the manager in halfway through the season. Mm, I would have had us finish in top four probably. With Tuchel. With Tuchel, and now I have us finishing sixth or seventh. Mm. We have the last question from Craig. Always has an interesting question. Says, "Has Philly respond after McGowan's?" Um, I think you're gonna have to ask him, Craig. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm not gonna ask that for for you, Craig. Uh, do you have legs? Do you have a phone? <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that is the podcast, Kieran, this week. Um, what a buzz that was. You know, I, I, I don't want to get deep now towards the end of the podcast, but COVID really took a lot away from us the past few years, didn't it? 
and I think especially this summer I've been blessed to spend it with my closest friends and family and stuff and um, this weekend was no different than really what, what a weekend that was you know yeah strength is strength mm. I think two fatigued men here a really draining drain yeah. weekend mm. but I think uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed doing this podcast this yeah, week absolutely as always Mm. And I think that coffee box coffee definitely helped. That was the <laughs> nicest coffee box coffee I've ever had in my life. I think it was laced with heroin, Adzi. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling quite buzzed right now. Yeah, so am I. Well, yeah, cheers for listening in, as always. Um, there's going to be no video edition of the podcast this week. We will get back on track with that after the international break. It's been life and mad the past few weeks. There's not much we can do. I was going to say, actually, the squad announcement. Ireland squad. Ireland squad, quickly. Yeah. What do we think? No festy. No festi abiselli. Kind of disappointed. Um, I'm looking forward. I'll be going to the match next Tuesday. So I'm looking forward to watching uh, Abafemi. Do you think there's people in it who shouldn't be in it? And do you think there's people who Good should question. be in it that aren't in it? Because I've seen Georgie's playing for the same team as Ibene. Obviously, he's, he's not starting for them. Ibene's um, been doing well, though. Ibene scored four goals, yeah. But mm. I just, I don't know. Maybe Target Man would be nice up front. Um, but God Almighty, uh, bringing the likes of Robbie Brady back. <sighs> yeah, I think. Oh, I you're think clutching a, at throats. It's a mad one with Brady. I think Brady's actually been doing all right this season. But you're not. You're not going to be looking to bring the likes of him in. To be honest, um, looking at the under twenty one squad, I've, I've more hope in that than the than the national one. But yeah, I don't know. I'm a bummer. The LA was as withdrawn as well. So Liam Scales from I think it's Aberdeen now is after coming in. That's not really. Filling me with too much help. Um, yeah, look, it is what it is. I think the likes of Hendrick, etc. I'd love for them not to be in the squad, but I think there's only so much risk Kenny can take without, you know, throwing it away, you know. But, look, it remains to be seen. We're going to see what happens next week. Kieran. It's always fun, isn't it? It's always fun in the life of the OnlyFans. But, yeah, cheers for joining us. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter. All the good stuff. Um... But yeah, take care. We'll leave it there, so. We'll leave it there, so.